0: yo here we go welcome to the liberation lab podcast Uh, i'm excited to dive in with my bro julian julian listen man before i go into anything why don't you tell people who you are what you're doing why you do it
1: what's good everybody uh bro it's so good to see you again like literally to be in the same place a year later (laughs) like connecting through a screen like this is amazing um but to to everybody who's like who is this guy that's on this show um my name is julian johnson marshall i am a hip-hop loving bible believing love sharing loud talking dad teacher and preacher from kansas city um ain't nothing special man
0: listen man um so so for those who don't know me and julian connected
1: um what was it what, a year ago now yeah yeah wow right wow. and and, uh, and the story and the story is just like insane it's <laughs> it's insane like how and i'm still stuck on this right like how half a year into the pandemic or a year yeah. and a half into the pandemic you see a flyer on Instagram yeah. for a book study. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was for dudes in Kansas city. <laughs> I'm in New Jersey. And we were like, New Jersey. Okay. Let's send <laughs> you some books. <laughs> like, put the books sitting there like at the, I don't think I've ever told you this part of the story. So like it we had you Dr. Yeah. Ra, uh Dr. Peters yeah um and somebody else was like far away right so i'm at the post office like sitting there dang it got to throw the label out like i'm throughout like six or seven labels just trying to make sure my handwriting was like perfect and the address (laughs) was right and like you felt acknowledged and the label was like right in this
0: man yeah yeah i mean (laughs) that's love man you know i i I don't think i ever told you you or anybody in the group that like it hit me like being in community with you brothers weekly um reignited and almost safe, I would say my passion for teaching. Mm. I was, I was ready to, I was ready to roll, bro. Um, find something else. Do something like else. completely,
1: completely out.
0: I had one foot in wow. at best. And mm. um, it was really connecting with you brothers, um, talking through real issues and then hearing like, no, nah, man, we, we all in the class and this is what we're doing. and, and, mm-hmm. Connecting and vibing on that level, um, it was something that I don't know if you can quantify with words. Wow. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and and so, for me, it was really important to get you on. Like, I'm starting the podcast with you. Like, this, you are the first guest.
1: Ah, uh, uh, that <laughs> is an honor, yo. <laughs> That's, yo, that, you can't just... <laughs>
0: You are you are the first guest,
1: brother. You can't just you can't just drop that on a dude like that, man. That's something you say pre-op. No, <laughs> you <no>. got to <laughs> ah, yo. Okay, pressure's on. All right, no. No, all man. right. Let me set the bar really low because I feel like you're gonna get like Chris <laughs> or <laughs> or like Deanna or somebody else from your neck of the woods. The woods, yeah
0: one of my one of my uh, friend tours used to tell me he said uh I learned not to play on the tracks when the big trains is coming through
1: <laughs> I said, Okay oh. let me let me take that I learned <laughs> to not play on the tracks when uh-huh. the big trains was coming through Can we can we dot can we run back to the word that you used right before you quoted this uh did you say a friend tour a friend tour yes what is
0: a friend what is, a friend is also a, a mentor
1: a, a mentor yes wow <laughs> thought that's I'm like i want it to be very clear because like yeah. that is how i yeah. want my mentorship relationships to be like yeah. i'm in a couple mentee relationships and i'm like ain't no like structure to this. like i can call yeah. that dude at two o'clock in the morning you know just like hey uh what's up <laughs> right you okay you all right yeah. like want to yeah. want to go do something this weekend you know and that's wow. that's what it should be, man. Cause that's where you really get to see the growth. Like one thing I've learned in in education, you know, because I got into education because of black men. So mm. one thing I've come to see is that we don't we don't do mentorship. We do mm-hmm. uh little bro, nephew, yep. yep. cuz Yep. Right. It's it's deeper than like, okay, we're going to make sure you get a good job and then get your next good job and then get your next good job. Like it's deeper than that for us. Absolutely. You know, it it's it's way it's more like okay, so let's get you your first job. Oh, now you're dating. Okay. Um how's that going? oh uh, you have a kid you have a kid i have a kid play date (laughs) yeah (laughs) right yeah you know and it and then it becomes like oh you're going to get a master's i've been there um what do you need right how are you doing and oh we're going to you know weddings and now we've celebrated 5 10 15 years of friendship and somehow along the way every time you get a job or i get a job or you know we hit a bridge here or a, a divot there like we we just step in step, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: so. So I want to pause there because you you just said like it was through the relationships of black, you know, male relationships, mm-hmm. people that took you under their wing that you got an education. Talk to me about that. Like how how do we find Julian, the the teacher, the educator?
1: Okay, so um, eleven. Let's go back eleven years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same month, right? Mm. Okay, Trayvon Martin. Absolutely. Trevor Martin. So I'm a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the spring of 13, whenever it was. I'm I a, I was either a junior or a senior in high school. And uh, I went, I was always a smart kid. I was always the kid that talked too much. Um, but I was also the kid that could really read and could really write. So somehow I ended up in a private all boys high school here in Kansas City and um then Trayvon died and me and every other black boy in the building wore a hoodie into the building and took the detention and it was at that moment that I was like oh like we got to do something about this we have to do something about this like Trayvon Martin it it hit hit home he's Mm -hmm. three months younger than me Mm we're we we, we we're supposed to be the same age right and uh so I'm like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be an attorney. I'm gonna be a federal prosecutor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in the system, and I'm gonna advocate, right? Like I'm gonna work on behalf of Black boys, because yeah. this should not happen. Yeah. Well, fast forward to the summer before I go to college, um, George Zimmerman walks. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, no, like now we gotta do it. The next year was Mike Brown and Tamir. Mm-hmm. The next year was laquan philando freddie ayana sandra the next year and and, and at the same
0: yeah
1: and so i find myself going through college and i'm like and i'm a political science major so i'm like nah (laughs) i started organizing i have led demonstrations i put 900 people in front of my in front of the library on campus like we've launched a. me and my best friends have launched a business um, and failed at business. And one day my mentor calls me into his office and it's just our regular check-in actually, no, I went in for an interview for the newspaper we had started. And this was after the interview, we were wrapped and we're just chatting now. And he goes, so what do you want to do? Like, so what's next? And this is a black man, Dr. Casey major. He's, um, at SMU, he's a vice president at SMU. Mm. Um, and he goes, so what do you want to do? and i'm like i don't know i wanted to be a lawyer that's not going to happen my gpa is not in the place where i can go straight to grad school now um i don't know what what works and he was like but i've seen you been going to this eku edgewater kids united a nonprofit me and my friends started where we're just on a friday night got got a partnership with a with a school down the street and a non and a nonprofit bam we done figured out a way to work with each other to open up a gym on a Friday night, feed some kids and introduce them to college kids. And now we get to see kids be free and play basketball and come up to us asking us, how do you navigate life? And what, what was you like at sixth, seventh, seventh, eighth, ninth grade? Yeah. He was like, I've seen you been doing that. So why don't you consider a career in education? And I was like, cause I've been doing it for, for so long already. And he was like, and that's why I think that's your career. Mm -hmm. And so he sends me literally within minutes sends me an application to a job just up the road in Evanston um from Chicago from Rogers Park Chicago at Mm -hmm. YOU and that's how I became a teacher like I first class I taught I walked in and I was like I taught entrepreneurship helped entrepreneurship that summer and then turned around and taught throughout the year poetry and poetics and led a bunch of professional development for the for the team like just walked in I was like oh just Mm. boom right and Immediately, immediately God was like, okay, you stepped, you're on water. Now I want you to understand you can do so much more. More. You go Mm -hmm. from a class of 15 once a week, right? And you're you're supporting other programs, but like my program, Poetry and Poetics, was a Tuesday, Thursday joint. Like I just had my kids twice a week. Yeah. But now he's like, but you can do more. Like he put that, you know that seed that he puts in you? like. Yeah, come on! You want more? You want more? So I took a job and I came back to Kansas City because I went. I was like, fifteen kids ain't cutting it. Mm. Well, shoot, sixty kids did, and then I was like, mm, this school ain't cutting it. Next thing I know, two seventy, and now I'm back down to normal numbers at like one twenty a year. Yeah. Blanky. So
0: you 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 when you talked about Trayvon, it hit it hit hard. Like I remember all the athletes coming out and, you know, Dwayne Wade with the hoodie, with his son and Mm -hmm. all the things. And, and, you know, you said, even saying 10 years ago, it's just like, wow, wait a minute. Where was I 10 years ago? I was a new father. My son, my son is 11 right now in the other room. And, and, and then it brought me back to where I was when the verdict came out, I was holding my son, I was feeding him and the verdict came out and I'm weeping over my son thinking about, this little black boy and what he's going to grow up into. Um, I was in my maybe third year of education. I was, I was already in education. I was in Camden, New Jersey, poorest, roughest, you know, voted most dangerous city to live in.
1: Um, Every teacher knows, every teacher knows the story of Camden.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's,
1: that's, that's so not fair, but we know the story of Camden, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Which for me, you know, making the connection is I think about myself as an educator at that point and I didn't have a big enough vision to think about those who were coming, right? As an educator, those who were coming from various spaces and various places. I think about that way now, like what, what legacy right. are we leaving as black educators, black male educators? Right. But back then I was just trying to feed my family and it was very much of so the grind of the day and just trying to survive. And, right, but Trayvon shook me to the point where it was no longer about just the grind and being excellent that day but it was about what comes after this mm-hmm. because I'm looking at kids who wear hoodies all the time I'm looking at kids who they are everything yeah. that you know we, we know the beauty and elegance and 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 variety that blackness yeah. offers and I'm seeing it but I know that the George Zimmerman's of the world will never see it that way talk about it
1: throw into that layer right yeah because I I wasn't a dad I was just an uncle at the time yeah but now throw in the layer of the dehumanization that happens to the dead and there is. you know as black folk we say lead the dead to the dead yeah and that's biblical like that's Jesus talking actually yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah. we as black folk lead de- lead dead folk along yeah right but then to put up to find trayvon's mugshot to find Mike's mugshot to find to find the mugshot instead of finding the family photo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And so now it it starts the question of representation. Right? It starts the question of representation at this point. And it also starts the question of loss. Because now we are as adults, and I had lost my mom at this point, so I'm numb to grief. Because I've lost I lost Trayvon, so that part of black identity, right? My black male identity has now been threatened. Yeah. My protector is now gone.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Right? Cause dad in out shifty shiesty, mm. Just reality. Yep. But mama is mama. Mama's right? mama. Yeah. Mama's mama and, and the girls are the girls. Automontes, girls are the girls. But so by this point, right, by the time we get to the end of college, by the time we get into the career. Like them first couple of years, absolutely just on the grind. But luckily for me, I walk into a school with eight black, black male educators and I'm looking at black boys every day, mm. like took my Clippers to school one day. Cause this boy's head was not okay. Yeah. And it was yeah. picture day. And I was like, no, yeah. no. And his parents got, his parents called back up to the school and was like, did you cut my, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because your son was the only son without a haircut. Mm. So Yes. I ran home on my plan period, grabbed my clippers, came back and got yourself right, brought his corners down and just touched his line and combed his hair so he could feel good you 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 make like in that moment, I thought about
0: the almost collective nature of of that type of healing because I literally did the same thing last year, mm-hmm. the same exact thing picture day came up. I was teaching. Um, I've since transitioned. I'm in an admin role now. We can talk about that. Lord, help me. <laughs> um, but I am in the classroom and the and my young boys is like, Mr. Mo, can you cut your own hair? Yeah. Can you bring your clubhouse tomorrow? Because like, it's pitcher day and I can't go. And and it's one of the boys that like <laughs> he is known to cause a ruckus. Mm-hmm. But but because he knew regardless of what he did, he was going to be loved by me. He oh, came boy. to me and said, Can you please? And and for him that's rough. He does not show weakness. He cannot show weakness. And anything mm. that is perceived as weakness, he ain't gonna do it. And so he He needs to read things fall apart. <laughs>
1: he yeah. <don't> He's <laughs> gonna see himself in every page.
0: And, and and so he comes in and he He's like, can you please? I bring my clippers. You know, I was cutting the whole day. I didn't even teach that day. Oh, because man. because kids were just couldn't. no, absolutely not.
1: And you was for trying to figure out how to get it down, like the time, like because we want to yeah. sit there and take forty five minutes, but like trying to blend it. Yes, <laughs> yes but I, I can't because it's a lot of y'all out here. So we,
0: it's
1: so bad,
0: bro. That that other classes. Start asking their teachers to come in and mm. and here's the thing: the teachers who are watching who don't look like me don't get the 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 black men's country club that is the barbershop right. they don't they don't get the the medicinal even purpose of coming to get your haircut and just chopping it up and so these brothers are in my classroom, I got music on the Promethean board. <laughs> Like I, I was about to ask, like, did somebody cut some joints on Yeah, Yeah, so we just going and we talking and and here's the thing. There are kids who, and I've since left, I still talk to the kids, they hit me up to this day thanking me for that moment. They won't remember a lesson I gave them on anything math related. Like, maybe they'll remember like they learned in my class or whatever, but they will remember mm-hmm. that moment. The young ladies were in there, you know what I mean, kicking it. Just just cooling. And so I bring that up to say that your role, my role, the role of so many who will listen to this, like, we need black male educators in school. Like Yeah. There is yeah. no this is a non negotiable. But you it's have, it's a non one? It's a nope.
1: Not till college. Yeah. Well, okay, time out. When we say, did you have one, like, are we talking about in the research, like in which lane? Because if we say in a core class, absolutely not. But if we look at the general roles, like where did I have black male educators? I think there was a, I think there was a black man that taught band or music in like fifth grade, but I don't really remember him. Mm -hmm. I I think I had the class, but trauma suppresses memory, fuzzes it. I, I don't know. Um, uh, black male football coach. He was also the ISS teacher, but I never went to ISS.
0: It's exactly the same for me. It's, it's, I didn't have any in the traditional sense of what we think about teachers. I had black coaches. Mm -hmm. They taught other subjects. They were gym teachers that I didn't have or whatever have you. They were, you know, phys ed teachers Mm -hmm. that I didn't have, but I didn't, I never had, like I went to, I knew them. Mr. Tyler, to this day, I know Mr. Tyler. Mr. Tyler, you know, uh, I Whitey. never had him. But when days were days would come up for like, you know, us dressing up, he made sure my tie was straight. You know what I'm saying? Like little things like that that
1: I I will never. Oh I will never man, forget. Coach Waddy walked in one day, and this is mid 2000s. Okay? okay, so I want you to like take whatever you know what the suits was looking like in the mid 2000s. Yeah, man. This dude six three two maybe three something like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of them brothers mm-hmm. Black Pinstripe mm-hmm. Silver was the pinstripe two tone mm. shoes
0: two tone mm-hmm.
1: shoes French collar spread yeah. winds or not winds or not and a brim I, I can see it clean. Like, if he had theme music walking down that hallway, it had to be cutie pie. <laughs> like, that Like, coach, yeah. what you all dressed up for? Had to go to a funeral today, young man.
0: So now, you're on the other side. When I say that, I mean, yeah. you get to be the example that you didn't have. Or you get to be the teacher that maybe you didn't have in school. So now kids are walking mm-hmm. into Mr. Marshall's class. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Talk to me about that. Like, Like I if I'm a let's say, let's say it's my son. Let's personalize it. Okay, my son Shane is an engineer. He is my deep thinker. He's gonna think about it fifty million times before he tells me, and then it's gonna be this well thought out. Like he's he lives in his head. He's kind of like me, except he's an introvert. Love it. Love. So he comes in the class. He's shy, at least on the surface, till he gets to know you. Like, and. And we can get into this a little bit but like i am working hard to let him be a kid and not mm-hmm. force life to have me force him to grow up and
1: toughen up yeah which is yeah. hard for me because yeah, it's definitely. time because because like for us at yeah. his age yeah right that was it was time it was time right it's like okay you got to start learning a cup some of these lessons right or like yeah. here's here's this lesson 101 lesson yeah. two You know, like, you, by the time you get to 18, you got to have this part figured out. So he walks in at 16.
0: He's walking in at 16. Talk to me.
1: As a junior. First thing I'm going to say to him, like, first day, like, I normally stay away from the front door of my classroom on the first day of school. um, Because there's kids who know me, right? And I teach 11th and 12th grade, so the seniors are going to be looking for me. So I try and, like, stay in the hallway in a way. And, like, and everybody kind of tells kids, like, hey, do – of all days, of all days, do not be late to Marshall's class today. Mm-hmm. Like, you better figure out where his room is, because on day one, it's a spectacle. You don't want to be late. Yeah. Because it is, right? Okay. So this is how day one goes for me. Normally, I'll like, kids will get in the bell will ring, and I'll be down the hall, right? I'll be in the hallway somewhere at the bell will ring, and I'll come moving down the hallway, and right before I walk in, Boom, right above my door. Yert! That's how I begin the year. And everybody knows to, by this point, yeah. right, everybody knows to respond back. Yert! And here we go, right? Mm-hmm. So when I say, like, when I say my my little intro, I'm a hip-hop believing. well, guess what? That means you're going to hear it, whether that be lo-fi hip-hop or lo-fi jazz or um i decide to go gospel one day there is going to be a music a rhythm that you are used to mm. like we i i want you i want your ancestral self to immediately be on, recognized sir. when you walk into this space yeah okay now so there's so there's your hip-hop loving okay yeah. i think there are lessons that come with hip-hop but let's come back to that later okay then i say i'm a bible believing guess what I understand what the district and the charter school says. There has to be a separation of church and state. Yeah. I'm not the church. I'm not the state. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't work for the state. The state pay the school. So, but, and you know, it gets a little tricky. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it gets a little tricky. I'm not sitting up here espousing and trying to, you know, save lives every day, you know, save souls every day. Like, no, y'all go to be in my class, pass my class. You got to believe in Jesus. That is not the thing here. But because I am who I am yeah, and be, and because the I am that is gave me this body and this being, my job is to represent or to represent Christ Come in on. the world. So I can't not be me. I'm going to love you with the love of Jesus. Act a fool if you want to. Jesus had a remedy for that. I will throw something at you. And I mean it, there are yeah. videos, like kids, kids have put together like yearly montages. They make one every year of every throw that they can catch on camera. I throw markers, pencils, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, erasers, <laughs> binder clips, um, uh, Let me uh, ball balls. I'm looking at my desk drawer right now to see what else, like things I would throw. Um, yeah. Hats, golf ball. No, I wouldn't throw a golf ball. I would not throw a golf ball. Chargers, pennies, quarters, like hey, back on me or you said something real or you said something really good and it's like I can't come all the way to you to celebrate you, so catch. <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Um and that's just the reality for Stop. I didn't want you to talk to me Siri, go to sleep. Um but like, that's, so that's how it comes, yeah. right? So you got hip hop, hip hop loving, Bible believing, loud talking, man, I'm the loudest teacher in the building. I like my teacher voice is up and it's this volume, it's this tone, but it's up here because I teach 26 kids. And when I get going, I sweat. I I literally believe that if you're not sweating, you ain't teaching. You ain't doing it. Yeah. Yeah, You ain't doing it. Like if you ain't got just a little trinkle, like you should feel like even right now talking about it, like my body's getting excited so I can feel <laughs> it right here. Yeah. Like Oh, my God. Oh, like if you're not if you're not moving, like if we got to get loud, I want kids to talk. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to laugh with you. I'm going to crack jokes. And don't you say nothing. Don't don't start. None <laughs> won't, be, won't none. be. none. It's equal opportunity around this joint. Yeah, like it's yeah. equal. I, you talk crazy to me. I'm going to talk crazy back to you. Like kids appreciate. And it seems weird. Mm-hmm. Right. And administrators would say, you shouldn't talk to kids like that. Why not? This is a 16, 17, 18 year old. Now I'm not going to be blatantly disrespectful, but if you bring sass to me as an adult, I know how to, I know how to Serena Williams, you, you sent, you shot a shot, Think yeah. right back at you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You sent gratitude. I'll send gratitude. You bring attitude. I'll send you some attitude. And it's not and it's not because I'm the adult and it's a power struggle, right? Now don't try and take no moral high ground with me when you know you're in the wrong. Don't do right, that. Right. But right. I admit, but I can say that because I admit when I'm wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Right? And and then so that's the three big things, but I show up as me. I tell kids when I'm having a great day or when I'm not having a great day. I went to a conference, came back, canceled curriculum for a week. My my, my my principal was like, I don't know if that was a good choice, but I was like, but did you see the level of engagement that I had from kids after being gone for two days? And I had them engaged for a week in a conversation about how school is crazy and it's jacked them up and why it's important for them to find themselves inside of school and what it would look like for them to find themselves and be free inside this building. You think it's a bad idea because I took a week off of the curriculum, but guess what they took a week off to figure out who they were going to be inside this school building for the rest of their time here
0: when I started right now I'm gonna tell on myself when I started um and i this is this is this is my podcast I would speak freely I was handed a book and uh that book was called Teach Like a Champion I now call that book Teach like a white supremacist and uh, I
1: love that title. I really do love that title. Like, I've taught out of that book, too.
0: Yes. And if, yeah. and because I was in a charter school, this is, you know, you graduate college and you don't know necessarily how to teach. Do you know what I mean? Right. They're going to give you, know you content. How, you know, content. Yes. You don't know how to teach. Yeah. I don't know how to connect yeah. the content to the person. And so they, they mm-hmm. tell you, this is how you do it. And, man, when I tell you I read it and soaked it up. I was I was doing all the things, bro. They were they were lined up. I was being seen looking I straddled. I was here here. They were the pencil was in their hand within 30 seconds. I was that person. You better sit and star, right? And and all the things. And I look back on that time and I still talk to those kids and I've had to apologize knowing who I am now. You would love me so much more as an educator now than than what I was then, because all I did was try to control, but I never tried to inspire, and and I never tried to connect and and love you to be the person that you can be, and to and to know that I'm in the middle of this story, right? That's still being written about you, and and
1: I just yeah, get to play my little that's part. Good, that's good. That's good. Right? That's good. That's good. And so that's
0: good. I I I, I want to ask you. I love the Boom. Yeah, I I love that. But
1: was that always you? No. So, um, graduate. Yeah. Go to YLU. Yeah. And at YLU, it's an after school program. Yeah. So my day runs 11 to 7. So, you know, my day was running 11 to 7. I was AmeriCorps. Um, we come in, you got a group of young college grads that are excited about education and we get it, we're getting like, and while you is a equitable organization, when I say equity, my dog, whoo, don't mm. nobody talk to me. Don't, don't like, don't nobody talk to me, but don't, don't really try and push a conversation on equity till you sit in a room. And go well, one, until and if you have not gone through, and this is for everybody who's listening, if you haven't gone through Beyond Diversity from Pacific Education Group, oh my goodness, hmm. you got to do it. It is it is a it is a two day training that is so intense that it makes black people cry. And it is not because it is not because it's traumatic, it's because it puts you literally like not just diversity for diversity's sake, but like well, let's talk about equity. Mm-hmm. Like, what does your soul need? What does the inner kid in you need? So until you sit in a room of educators with black men and black women, uh, white, Latino, and Asian, Yeah. Bi, gay, straight, rich and poor, homeless, Yeah. Yeah. And you get to sit back and, like, so we're working in a very equitable environment. Like, extremely equitable. Like, Garden in the backyard, equitable. Like kids are taking care of this garden, and and then whatever they sell at the farmer's market, they get to take home. Like if you sold a bushel of greens for $2, you well, Bobby, you got $2. $2. Equitable. Hmm. Okay. So you go from that to a school that specializes in first and second year teachers, that specializes in development. Mm -hmm. That development that school is literally if relay and uncommon got together and had a baby gotcha. what what's the common denominator between relay and uncommon teach like a white supremacist 2.0 2.0 Yeah. and so that book was like it set me up like I got the routines I got the procedures like yeah. I made I made my classroom chance black as all get out my kids had to say I every day yeah, we in yeah, yeah. every class. I say, so it is and so it shall be. I'm teaching fifth grade. Yeah. We we go into work sessions. I'm I'm sneaking and plugging my phone in, but like can't do it all the time because soon as somebody found out that I played music in class, now I got an instructional coach in here and telling me that that's inappropriate. I was definitely suppressed, right? But kids still recognize, like I'd still slipping in every once in a while to teach figurative language. I was like, my name ain't big, but I keep that flame what is Lil Wayne saying here? And these are fifth graders, so they don't know. They don't know, right? Like, I can't play the song for them, but like, what is he saying yeah. here? What and they're it? like, oh, he's saying as a rapper like he spit fire. You got it, right? And so yeah. it wasn't always me. It was definitely suppressed, but like, I got out of there after one year. I signed a two-year contract, but I I broke it. Like, I had mm-hmm. to go. Y'all was mm-hmm. sucking my soul. My body was breaking. I have eczema. My body was breaking. My body broke three times a year. Wow.
0: That, that part right there is yeah. it, it sums up what I believe much of the educational experiences for people who look like you and I. Mm-hmm.
1: Get sucked it, up, chewed up, spit out.
0: Yeah. And if you don't learn to socialize, aka if you don't learn to be conditioned, if you don't learn to let it break you, and to accust like to to almost get used to it, and 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 it's not just code switch; it's almost like a code switch of the very soul core of your personhood.
1: It is what it is what our uncle called in Philadelphia, drapetomania. You are exhibiting signs of drapetomania. And I see it, I already see it in your face, so I'm gonna just take the question and go. So what is drapedomania? It is a medical affliction ascribed to enslaved persons who desire freedom. Mm -hmm. It is a curable, hear me now, Mm -hmm. it is a curable mental affliction, ascribable only to enslaved persons, Mm who desire freedom in other words that slave who wanted to be free is crazy listen to the words drape to hide maniacal Mm. to hide or to escape mania Mm. escape craziness you want to escape the craziness and you have to be conditioned to let it break you because how and 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 here's the crazy part it's curable how do they cure you well one way of curing is violence yeah so when my skin literally peeled from the top of my head to the sole of my feet or 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 when we tell kids who do not sit up straight with their arms flat on the table with their feet flat on the floor, turning their head and paying attention to the speaker, when we're telling the kid who would rather do sketch notes to keep up with the conversation. Yep. Yep. That is violent. When we say uh off task demerit, because Johnny, who has an undiagnosed IEP, is playing with his sock. And it's keeping him sane, but he's supposed to have both hands or he's supposed to be reading. We're calling it off task. Now you are ascribing violence to his body. So one way to cure it is with violence. So mm. we beat it out of you. Yeah. Or what happens to the teachers? Hey, what? how does 5% sound next year? What if we let you pick your prep partner and let you pick your classroom? And we'll throw an extra 500 onto your classroom budget. Oh, you wanted to get a new rug for your classroom? No problem. Hmm. hmm. Let me put it in another term. Come work in the big house. My, my. Hmm. You'll 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 take care. You'll be in charge of washing all the linens for the big house. You'll be in charge of setting the table in the big house. You'll be in charge of the kitchen at the big house. Ooh, Steven, you'll be in charge of the. You'll be in charge of every Negro in the big house.
0: You sure will. Oh, you sure will. because cause you're the Negro whisper. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You go, you go ahead and control them little them little jokers. You know what I'm saying? You say the things that we can't necessarily say, but we can... We, you... You,
1: you be can. our
0: voice. So you Just trumpet the white supremacists, high control values on them, but they're going to trust you because your skin and their skin, your culture, their culture, it unites in such a way that now we can use you to further our message.
1: Hello. Put it to you like this. At that school... Yeah. I'm a first-year teacher. Yeah. I'm a first-year teacher. Why did they go on a field trip and leave me to be the dean? My, my. They gave me my whole room. They they put me with another teacher. Yeah. But one of the... So I'm on fifth... Grade, I was on the fifth-grade floor. There's a the sixth-grade floor. Yeah. Right? There is a dean in the building Yeah. for our, four, our two floors. There's a dean in the building. Yeah. But don't even worry about it. I got fifth-grade floor. It's three other teachers down here and me. Don't trip on plan period you got your walkie-talkie on and you hear a kid's name come across marshall's responding i don't even gotta say nothing we got these big old glass windows right i ain't yeah. even gotta say nothing just pull your blinds up please and then get in that glass like this it's mm. so it's sick it's sick but it's draped on maniacal and we wow. and and the crazy thing is is we have to be so crazy we're so crazy as black male educators who do the, after, after you get past year three, right? Cause years one through three, you don't even realize, you yeah. don't even fully realize how crazy it is. Just teaching in general. Absolutely. But then you get past year three and you're like, oh snap. Oh, I gotta go back. <laughs> like, okay, I've been broken. I get it now. Now I gotta go back. Cause I gotta make sure that wherever I work, not just my classroom, wherever I work becomes a space of authentic freedom yeah and self-expression like who are you little black person yeah yeah do you know who you are do you know what's on you don't let me fall in love with you because now i'm gonna pray for you and if i pray for you and you go do something stupid <laughs> <laughs> which you are inevitably going to do because you are a child, child. i'm gonna want to wring your neck absolutely i told a I told a young man today I told a young man today and you've probably had the same conversation how are you gonna get pissed off at me Mm-hmm. for holding you mm-hmm. to an expectation mm-hmm. that I know you are capable of meeting, yep. yet you will not produce. That sound How like you gonna be mad t- at me for that? That sound like my day to day. Sound like my today, dog. <laughs> you got an attitude with me? Because I expect you to fucking learn? Excuse my language. Because I, I expect you to learn? Yeah. But I did my work. Bruh. 55%. <laughs> You're not even passing. Yeah. 55%, my boy? Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Is is it really going to do some difference? Well, the work you're doing this week is worth 100 points. So it can offset that 100 points that you're missing. But I shouldn't have to tell you that for you to meet my expectation. Right. Right. I mean, it makes a difference. Does it? Because you still didn't get full points for today. So does it? Well, why didn't I get full points? Did you do everything I asked you to do? No. What are we talking about? So why are we talking? So back to the first question, <laughs> why are you mad at me? And this is the same question that we can turn around and ask yeah. to administrators and to some of the schools as we think about the violence that we enact, whether it be physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, right, mm-hmm. sociological, mm-hmm. as we allow this violence to happen. How are you going to get mad at me mm-hmm. for holding you to an expectation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I know you're capable of, but you will not produce? yeah little white kids feel free in classrooms all day why can't little black kids feel free little white kids get access to tutors and those tutors because because it's not the public schools can we please be real just because you go to school in the suburbs don't automatically mean you got these bomb ass teachers who just all nationally board certified and know they shit and getting everybody to college no it's because you have a tutor You get tutors and you got study groups and they putting you in these extra classes for ACT and ACT and you have access. Resources. It ain't even resource. You just got to say door. Hmm. Door. So let's
0: say the teacher's listening to us, dog. They hear the conversation. They're like, yeah, it resonates with me, but how do I get free? I am that teacher. I have been doing that. I have been uh, enacting and echoing the message points and, and championing this, this high control. I have been constricting the voices of, uh, you know, my, my black and brown, say black, black uh, (laughs) kids. What, what do you, what do you say to
1: them? Same thing. Somebody said to me, you got seven rights. Yeah, seven rights in your body. Oh no, Chris wrote about it. We didn't get to this. Cha- we didn't get to talk about it in the chapter of uh, uh of Ratchidemic last That's year in the book it. study. Yeah, yeah. But he talks about it in Ratchidemic. There are seven rights of the body. You have the right to be here. Yeah. You have the right to feel. Yeah. You have the right to act upon those feelings. Yeah. Somebody slaps you. You have a choice. you You have a choice right you. you felt it you're here you felt it now you get to act yeah you have the right to love and you have the right to be loved you have the right to speak truth to power and the truth of power you have the right to see your future yourself the space you are in the space you occupy all as valuable and you have the right to know who you are, where you come from and where you're going. You have those seven rights, Mm -hmm. but declaring those rights over yourself oftentimes puts you in conflict with yourself. And I get it. I've been there and I'm still there. Some days you're not going to exercise all seven rights every day and that's okay. Yeah. But the, the reality is, is that when you realize, um, that as a black male educator or as a black educator, when you walk into the room, you are a vision of potential realized. You exhibit it. You are putting on display for your children, whether they be black, white, brown, yellow, purple, whoever you are putting on by virtue of your existence, these seven rights, because you as a black person shouldn't be here. Hmm. It wasn't set up for you. So by the, by the pure virtue that somebody hired you. By the pure virtue, I'm, I'm starting to preach now. By the pure virtue that somebody hired you. By the pure virtue that that little baby comes in there every day just to say good morning and ask you for some food. By the pure virtue that you can throw something at a kid. By the pure virtue that you can look at a kid sideways and it will change behavior. By the pure fact that your hugs mean something to a child. You are a vision of potential. realized, and you exercise the right to be here, to feel and have all of the feelings to take action based off of those feelings whether it be rage or uh resonance whatever that feeling may be you have the right to act upon it you have the right to move out of love whether that be agape love or philia love because i don't love all my white co-workers but listen because you're taking care of my children yeah yeah. I may not like you, but I got to love you because I need to love you in the way that I expect you to love them. And as I do that, I have to speak truth to you because you hold systemic power in these spaces. Yeah. Because yeah. you might hold purse strings or you hold somebody's contract. I need to speak love into you. That is truth. Love don't lie. Let me be yeah. very clear about that. Four and five tie together. Love don't lie. Love is always going to be the truth. Yeah. So I can speak to power and I can speak of that power. Yeah. And then I can, cause I see a vision that don't match here. And I know that this vision ain't going to cut it. So by pure virtue, if you're a black male educator, if you're a black educator looking at this and you trying to figure out where is freedom, where is liberation, breathe, mm. touch, touch your hands together. You mm. are the liberation right like that is what we believe at block is like the if we can get these brothers in the same place together yeah and put them in a space where they can connect and engage and uh, where we can connect them to each other we can engage in a community to engage with the outside community and develop technical skills bruh give me the lock and the key yeah 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 okay i'm sorry i do i i do this uh mm.
0: i i can think of no better place but to pause and let that marinate you are liberation if anybody's listening to this and you know god hope you know god willing they will i want to i want to walk away with that like you have your seven rights but your ability to to do this in a way that's befitting who you are and how you show up, you are liberation. Mm -hmm. You know, I I say this and then, you know, I want to kick it back to you for any closing thoughts and things. But when I first started doing like just Instagram interviews Mm -hmm. and connected with folks, you know, I called the show free speech. I would be, Mm -hmm. you know, come in as free speech conversations about liberation. And in the first season I said, yo, what is liberation and how do you pursue it? I would ask that question. It's my final question for every single person. People give me extravagant answers and and, and just show me the nuance and complexity and I love it because I always talk about like a differentiated liberation. It's not going to look the same for everybody. But I've never had someone say, you are it. And I'm going to take that with me. And I hope our listeners take that with them. That they are liberation personified if they choose to walk in it. That's good, man. Bro, uh, Tell the people how they can connect with you. Any final thoughts as we close out our time, man? This is I'm gonna be I'm gonna be man. thinking about this for a long time. So
1: thank you, man. Go ahead. I just, I mean yeah. I just think there's okay. So go look at what Nina Simone said about freedom, hmm. and like then then it might it it might just add a layer of of resonance here. So like what does it mean what does liberation mean to me? It's it's can I can I be me? Yeah. Can I be me? Right? Whether that's the good me or the bad me or the 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 angry me or the the happy me can 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 I do I have room to evolve? Do I have room to grow? Do I have room to be imperfect? Like do I have room to to do this and not have to worry if You're going to judge me or even worse, assassinate my character because of a moment of confusion or conflict or, or chaos for that matter, is my character able to withstand that? Yeah. And so, yeah. Okay. Get off, get off of it. So where can you find me? Um, Facebook is my name. Um, that's for all the people like if you want to see the the churchy family side of me go to facebook (laughs) if you want to see um like just i i love i love instagram um i'm new to tiktok my instagram my twitter um and my tiktok are all the handle that you see right in front of me even my facebook so like if you follow that handle that's me um I'm based out of the city I'm, I'm based out of Kansas City the city in America with the best barbecue like it's just it's it's up man uh, it's up I'm teaching I'm in grad school I graduated in September um, I'm coming to the air with a podcast later this year called heart and hustle it's just a little it's just conversations with dope people trying to navigate their 20s and 30s wow. you know like that just they got three C's they got a little bit of Christianity they got some culture they got a career. And they're trying to ma- navigate that chaos that's that's the show you know and, and a lot of times those conversations boil back down to where's your heart and how is your hustle right mm. so that's the show that i want to bring to the air to bring conversations like this one to life man um, i'm just so grateful to be here like this conversation really rejuvenated me um man i'm gonna make sure to get you a copy of this year's books but we're doing in person this year so yeah, i'll be sure to get you oh, a copy i was looking me. Absolutely. The work never stops, man. The work never stops. This is, this is great, man. Um, to every heavy hitter that comes after me, I was playing on the tracks because I'm a big train too. Yeah, <laughs> Talk <at the> <laughs> don't play with me. Don't play with me, <laughs> God. For a long time, you know, I didn't realize I was magic, and then when I did realize I was magic. It's like, kind of like Harry Potter, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. And yeah. nobody knows it. He like you don't get it and then like, "Oh my god." Like you get in and you're like oh,
0: and I can be one of the greatest.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> and I can be one of the greatest? Like everybody can know me. That Joker got oh, on the other
0: side right. said, "Let them go on side." I said, "Oh, okay." Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Swish and flick. Okay. That's it. That's Swish it. Swish and flick. Like okay, and that's how I feel about education, man. Like at this point, like I'm at probably like book number five. Like I'm about to walk into the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> like let's go <laughs> save the freaking day. Let's do it. But I think that's what hap- that's what needs to happen to keep Black male educators going, right? Like, and to keep edu- keep Black educators going is we have to build a community where we can sit back and have these conversations where we can sit back and be like, hey, you need this element. Plus this element, plus this element, and your heart. And you're gonna be great. Mm -hmm. So what are those three elements? You need love, you need love, and you need love. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you need your heart. Oh, you need love. Like that's if you can figure out a way to love your yourself and then love your kids and then love their hoods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that culture, mm-hmm. you never, you're never not gonna work with kids. That doesn't mean you're gonna teach forever. That doesn't mean you're gonna be somebody's principal for forever. But if you can, it, and, and I think this is just in life, if you can operate out of love, that's it, Doc. But if you can operate out of love, everything, everything will be right. I promise. So, with that, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna just hit the stop button right now. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta hit my call sign. Yeah. Love, peace, and Afro Sheen. Hey. We out. Yeah.